Hello, this is Michaela Folks with the Unbound Podcast, where we talk fat loss and fitness while having a sense of clarity, joy, and freedom for the body and the being inside it. You can find out more about me or more on these matters at MichaelaFolks.com, as well as on social media by the same name. Okay. Hello, my darlings. It's Michaela. So I wanted to talk about the topic that, in my argument, that exercise is hedonistic and not masochistic. Um, Often when people don't exercise, there's this resistance and belief that exercise is hard, it's uncomfortable, it's unpleasant, it is generally unattractive, it always feels like work, and that um, it takes a lot of mental effort to even consider, let alone do it. And what I would like to share is, or are, a few points that are known to the greater public about why exercise is pleasurable and supportive, um, attractive, desirable, and then also some things that I personally have strong feelings about, which um, may or may not be surprising to you. Um, So some general things about exercise, which you may or may not be aware of, um, in general, exercise makes us happier um, because it releases endorphins. Um, there's a woman that I follow on Instagram who has made up a cute, sexy, provocative t-shirt that says something like, um, like endorphin gasm or something like that, like that basically endorphins are something that can give you this like big boost of pleasure, um, when we are doing some sort of physical exertion, obviously exercise helps with weight loss. And that is something that generally just makes us feel better in our skin, potentially better um, through our own eyes, um, more comfortable in our bodies, um, more attractive uh, in general. Um, Exercise helps with insulin sensitivity. This is something that I talk a lot about with my fat burners. Um, And insulin sensitivity is something that is like a superhero characteristic, especially if weight loss is your desire. So basically insulin sensitivity not only helps with preventing things like diabetes, um, but it also makes weight loss easier and weight gain harder. So the flip side of that is insulin resistance, which makes weight gain easier and weight loss harder. And so just by the nature of exercising, you actually flip that script, which is quite exciting. Um, exercise is helpful for stress that kind of goes along with the endorphin situation. Um, exercise increases our energy, um, which is fantastic. It helps manage depression and anxiety. Um, that is far more healthful than using any other substance, um, in terms of a drug, uh, It's something, exercise is great for one's health in general. I feel like this is like common knowledge in terms of, you know, helping with blood pressure, things like even arthritis, um, some forms of cancer, um, but basically it helps create a less inflamed environment, which is when degenerative diseases tend to um, come to roost and 
degenerative diseases are the things that generally take us out. Um, exercise helps with our sleep. We tend to sleep more soundly. Amazing. Um, exercise is actually something that can help increase our libido, um, our level of sexual turn on or arousal. And my belief and understanding as to why that is, is because it affects our testosterone levels. Um, especially if we're doing any sort of weight bearing exercise and testosterone, if you're not aware, so women have testosterone as well as men, we obviously have less, um, but testosterone is a fabulous hormone in a healthy amount. Like obviously if you're getting all, you know, juiced up with buying something additional, that's a different story, but healthy testosterone levels help with things like happiness again, confidence. Um, what else do I want to say? Obviously libido, um, strength, virility. Um, but essentially testosterone is something that helps us to feel more virile, more alive, um, which is pretty great. And generally the more testosterone we have in our system, the more muscle we have on our frame, the less fat we have on our frame. And conversely, the opposite is also true. The less testosterone, the less muscle mass, the more fat. And usually that's a relationship with estrogen, frankly. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, and then just like, you know, the cherry on top, should you be male and 50 and beyond. Um, if erectile dysfunction is a concern or a thought, Exercise is something else that will help with that because of affecting your testosterone levels as well as inflammation um, and keeping your health in better standing overall. Um, some lesser known things um, that were kind of surprising to me to stumble across as I was just looking for a little backing for this podcast um, is that exercise actually helps with brain health. Um, it helps with memory and cognitive function. And basically it helps to increase chemicals in the brain that prevent degeneration of the hippocampus. And that is a part of our brain, which deals with memory and learning. Awesome. Amazing. Not just meatheads at the gym. Um, and actually I will just say this as I'm just about to lapse into the next piece about boosting brain power in a different way. Um, actually, you know what, I'll stick this in at when I talk about my stuff, um, or the stuff that I'm pretty passionate about. Um, so exercise also boosts brain power, um, by helping to create new brain cells. Um, so when we do more intense workouts, apparently there's a particular brain derived protein, which gets enhanced. And that's something that actually helps with decision-making higher thinking, and once again, learning. So high intensity interval stuff, um, sprinting, sh uh, strength training that is challenging, that actually has an additional benefit in addition to making your body stronger, faster, more powerful, more conditioned, but it also helps with this other element of how your brain works, which is pretty cool. Um, and then lastly, from the great internet, um, that I just kind of combed through quickly this evening, um, is that 
exercise actually helps control addiction. And a reason why it can do that, um, why that actually happens is because the brain releases dopamine, um, which is the reward chemical in response to any sort of pleasure. And so basically exercise helps to release that chemical, um, which makes you feel good. And so in truth, when we first start to exercise, which I'll talk about a little bit more in a second, um, is when it feels the hardest. But once we get going, we get this reward that's instilled in it. Um, And so if it's something where, you know, you're trying to like leave a habit that's not serving you anymore. Um, obviously like if you need medical assistance or any, you know, additional, uh, help from a professional, please seek it out. But, you know, it might be something that substitutes something that you use in an addictive way, in a compulsive way, because it also gives you that feeling of reward or pleasure. So I think that can be really useful. Something that, um, I am a big proponent of is that how we're inclined to be is reasonable. And so often what we aim to do when we wish to change something is that we kind of deny our tendencies. We think that, you know, we should just be able to do blank, um, that we shouldn't ever have the desire to do X. And the deal is we do for particular reasons. And so if we can both recognize that, um, and aim to work with ourselves in terms of what we're really after, it can make change and different choices infinitely easier, infinitely more successful, infinitely less frustrating. Um, and so the truth is in our culture, we don't necessarily, um, really acknowledge the fact that we need pleasure. Like we need pleasure, not when we're, you know, totally strung out and um, depleted from, you know, performing acts of God daily, going to great lengths, being sleep deprived, working way too much, running on fumes. And then of course we need alcohol, some sexy dish. Um, we need to like blow a bunch of money or go on a vacation. Um, of course you need to do something that's even more, um, intense, elevated, um, concentrated if you're working at a deficit. But the deal is we, because we need pleasure. And so the alternative to not having to bottom out before you give yourself a little bit of sustenance is to actually recognize the fact that you need pleasure. So especially if you're reaching for something that is meant to give you pleasure to just kind of quit it cold Turkey and to think that that's absolutely reasonable, that you should not have any sort of replacement, that you should be just fine without using your, whatever it might be, you know, TV show, um, video game, ice cream, alcohol, drug, shopping, sex, like whatever it might be. Um, it's 
it's unreasonable to expect yourself to step away from something that might not be serving you as best as you would like without replacing it with some other sort of pleasure, um, some other chemical response from the brain. And so exercise can be something that can help in that effort. Um, so at any rate, some other things that I just wanted to celebrate and showcase, um, I'm someone who adores exercise. I think that it is fun. I think that it is pleasurable. It creates a sense of order in my universe. It certainly helps me to feel good. It, I never want for energy. I sleep soundly. Um, what else can I say? My health is in great standing. Um, I feel like I'm strong, fit, able, um, and it's something where uh, as I live longer and learn more, what I also recognize is that um, the act of discipline is kind of like a superpower. And so if you do certain things that are supportive regularly, and especially when it's like, uh you know, it's dark out, it's cold. Um, ugh, like, you know, I'd rather be blank. Um, you know, it's the weekend, like there's a balance in all things, but to have, to be disciplined about things that actually are good for you and to have those moments of, um, decision-making really, and to choose the thing that actually you're going to feel most proud about, that's going to make you feel the best, that's going to treat you the best, that act of being disciplined is transformative for your life. But what it will also show you is that you can actually do anything. So if you have, you know, big goals or high standards for yourself, um, or just the desire to have more, um, of any given thing. And you recognize that it takes a little bit of effort and a little bit of effort and a little bit of effort consistently over time. And you keep choosing you versus the thing that momentarily feels easier. That practice of discipline will literally make you able to set your sights on whatever you might wish for and make the decision that feels momentarily challenging in order to reap great rewards. It is, I really believe that it is a superpower. Like you can, it'll make you feel invincible. It'll make you feel like you can do anything because you've done some stuff that's hard and you've lived to tell the tale but also you have benefited from going through um, that little bit of struggle, I want to say, and come out the other side happier, stronger, more successful, prouder, more confident, sexier, more vivacious, whatever it might be. And so, um, so discipline will make you feel invincible and like you can actually conquer the world because you can. Um, because you have proven that by meeting a challenge and 
choosing to persevere versus back down. It's really freaking amazing. Plus for your psyche, um, it'll make you feel like a total rock star, which you are. So anyway, so there's that. Um, so, okay. So I love exercise. (laughs) Um, but some other things, uh, that are really kind of concrete about it. Um, the fastest way to feel old is to get weak. Um, often when people talk about the fact that, you know, oh, I'm, you know, getting old and that can fall into any age bracket. I've heard people say that in their thirties, in their forties, in their fifties, their sixties, their seventies, their eighties, like I'm just, I'm getting old. It's, you know, it's old age and old is relative as far as I'm concerned. Um, old is generally more an element of lifestyle affecting our biology than chronology time affecting our biology. Um, but at any rate, if you're not keeping your body strong, if you're not, um, keeping your body fit, it will fail. It will fail in any number of ways. Um, And it might feel random because for however long you felt a certain way, you felt good. And then suddenly I've got this thing with my knee. I've got this thing with my back. Um, I've got this clicking in my shoulder. It must be old age. And the truth is it's just poor upkeep is really what it is. We are, um, we are a machine. We are something that um, has moving parts and, um, that they, they can wear out at certain times at certain points based on use, but also based on a lack of use. Um, and then there are certain ways to take care of them best. And so exercise, um, obviously being mindful, not getting into specifics in terms of recovery or things like that, or, you know, kind of like a well-balanced, um, training program, but, uh, if you're not tending to this machine that you're in, it will, it'll slow, it'll falter, it'll fail, and it will make you feel old. Um, additionally, strength is something, um, I'm such a proponent of it, uh, because it helps the body to feel comfortable. And so strength will make you able, depending on what you strengthen, it will create a shape that is freaking drool worthy, um, depending on what you're doing. Um, and, uh, but additionally, a strong body not only is healthy, looks healthy, but it feels great to be in. When we are weak, we feel old, we feel tired, we feel, um, uh, not robust, not that able, but when we feel strong, um, there's kind of an instilled energy in our bodies. And that is, uh, that feels great to be in. Um, and that is impressive to behold, frankly. Um, Additionally, so I guess the same thing, the fastest way to feel old is to get weak and a great way to feel youthful is to stay strong. 
Um, and strength is something, you know, I feel like people often have more of an awareness or an incentive when they know what the detriment, when they know what the, um, the lack of something will create. So for example, my mother now has an awareness about like, um, resistance exercise due to bone density. And so it's like now she is more focused on strengthening her body so that she doesn't develop osteoporosis so that she doesn't have this feeble frame. But the thing that's so sad about that, as far as I'm concerned, is that there's all this benefit from being strong. Like, let's not just like stave off the illness or the, um, like the negative repercussions. Let's actually enjoy the positive ones. Um, and so like, if that's your entry point, you know, blessings to you, no judgment. That's fine. That's great. Um, but hopefully you get to the other side, which is to actually enjoy what you're doing, not just to help prevent something that you don't want. Um, what else did I want to say? Uh, maybe two more things. So one thing, uh, that this made me think about in terms of the boosting of brain power is that successful people exercise. And so it is not, it's not for meatheads only. It's actually something that clearly we've just talked about the fact that it enhances brain function, enhances memory, learning, higher thinking, decision-making, um, but it's something that helps an individual be well-rounded. So if you're someone that's a workaholic, you know, that your work or your business is very important to you, a lot of people will rationalize not prioritizing working out because they're busy, because their life is full, because they are prioritizing other things, making money, taking care of their family, spending time with their family, doing other social things. Um, but the truth is exercising regularly is something that highly successful people do. Um, but it helps with an element of like we talked about already happiness, energy, anxiety, depression, and then all these other kind of higher functioning, um, aspects of what we ideally wish for our brain to be well-versed in. Um, and maybe one of the last things I just want to say about why exercise is hedonistic versus masochistic is that it actually helps with relationships. So a very fast way, um, so I work in the realm of massage as well, massage therapy. And one thing I became aware of a long time ago um, I think maybe just even in my schooling is that touch accelerates relationships. And so, you know, that could be sexual touch between two individuals, but just even physical contact accelerates a relationship because it creates trust. And so, um, so I've talked about the fact that I'm on a dragon boat racing team and I've been on it for a number of years. And I actually refer to my team as my Dragon Boat family. And the truth is, there's a closeness um, 
with people because of the physical closeness. So in our situation, we're in a basically like a big canoe. Um, so people are sitting close to each other, front to back, side to side. Um, and because of how sensitive the, the boat is, how tippy it is, um, you know, <laughs> you start to get to know um, kind of like who's doing what. Um, you know, someone may have a particular like stroke pattern. They may splash more. This person um, is in the center of the boat. They, they can affect um, the boat tipping more. Uh, you know, that person puts their head outside of the boat a little bit more. Um, you know, this person doesn't lean that much. This person um, makes particular noises, um, you know, moves their body in a certain way. Um, and with that, like, there's just this awareness about this, you know, number of people that you never knew before because of being near them doing something together. Additionally, um, I love exercise because of this element of bonding, basically, um, especially if you're doing something cha physically challenging together, you bond, you have to work together. And so even if that's an exercise class, even if you're at the gym the same time, there's this feeling of camaraderie um, with kind of having a similar goal, um, relating uh, to, you know, effort, exertion, um, and then even celebrating each other, um, you know, acknowledging that what someone is doing is challenging, impressive, um, you know, uh, like uh, really commendable, um, you know, that they look great, that they, um, how they're doing that exercise or move is, you know, fantastic. And at any rate, it tends to often put people together that never would have met, um, which is just kind of a lovely part of living. Um, and in my opinion, the need for community is so freaking huge in our day and age. Um, the, the, how easy it is to be isolated, how easy it is to not interact with other humans, especially people that you don't know, even people that you do know, um, how acceptable it is to communicate via text and screens versus in person, how um, customary it is to kind of keep struggles or, um, you know, on the inside, how uh, typical it is to kind of, you know, just show up in a more polished fashion versus efforting to do something, struggling with something, um, needing help with something, um, being witnessed for like working hard um, and either, you know, having a hard time, failing, succeeding, all of that stuff about being visible within community is such powerful stuff. This is such primitive, human, necessary need wiring that 
in my opinion, when this shit gets fulfilled, it feels great. It feels solidifying. It feels connecting. Um, it feels pleasurable. Um, it makes you feel like you're part of something. It makes you feel accepted. It makes you feel loved. It makes you feel like you're part of something larger than you. Um, it makes you feel like you matter to other people, like you're noticed, you're important, um, versus not. And the truth is, I think that in our culture, we are so hungry for connection, for the feeling of being alive, for real experiences, for, um, you know, to be connected to ourselves, to be doing things that feel authentic and that matter. And so obviously it's like, we could be talking about, you know, jumping around to fun music while sweating with strangers. And the truth is it sounds so ridiculous that it could actually be significant but it is. And if you don't have that outlet of contact and community and connection and the ability to be even, I want to say vulnerable, like not being all together all the time, doing something that's new, trying something that feels challenging, all of that stuff. If you don't have that, my opinion is that after a certain point, you actually miss it. Like there's something that you're hungry for. There's something that feels missing. Um, and when you do have it, it feels solidifying. Like you're part of something larger. We are a, we are a tribal <laughs> species. Like we are meant to be part of packs and communities and villages. And so when we don't have that outlet, however you might get that, um, However you might get that, if you don't have it, exercise is a really great outlet, okay? Being part of a team, going to a particular class, going to a particular fitness studio, gym, doing a particular sport, it is valuable, all right? So obviously that was all about exercise and that is something that I do help people with, that is something that is part of fat burning and fat burning mastery that I take people through. Um, it is an element of weight loss, but it has so many other benefits in addition to what we look like, um, and the measures of our health that we might be evaluating. So at any rate, if you have a desire for assistance with this, um, whether that is, you know, focused on injury prevention or shape curation, um, please check out MichaelaFolks.com and every blog post, there are lists of coaching programs. Um, if you want to know more about fat burning, um, again, all of these resources are on social media again by the same name, Michaela folks or at MichaelaFolks.com. But that is a very simple, um, and respectful, pleasurable way to go about losing weight. Um, and also kind of with this mindset involved, in terms of aiming to create harmony um, in the individual, to recognize the fact that we have a variety of needs and it's not just to look good. Um, so at any rate, so if you have any interest in knowing any more about um, some of the offerings um, that I offer or uh, about fat burning proper, I would encourage you to check 
out MichaelaFolks.com or on social media by the same name. Okay. Um, so I think that's it. I hope that was useful. Um, I hope that might've given you a perspective shift. If you are someone who is not exercising or if you're, if it might've given you an awareness about the fact that there could be so much more to what you're getting from your exercise. Okay. So anyway, I hope that was useful. I hope that was helpful. Um, be in touch for any reason, uh, with questions, concerns, comments, or if I can be additionally helpful. All right. That is it. Love to all. Thank you all for being here and thank you for listening. And, um, until next time.